four straight losses in a row for the Blue Jackets, and now it's time to start thinking about the panic button. Or at least that's where I'm at today. I'll explain on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Heilshorn. Back with me tomorrow is my co-host, Jay Foster. We're here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team in ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before you go, and thank you so much to the everydayers for making this your first listen every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're free right here on YouTube and the SiriusXM app. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. And the Blue Jackets are starting to text like here at the end of October. Not a great way to end what was going to be a good start to the season. I feel like several games ago, I got on one of these microphones and said, yeah, I think the Blue Jackets are actually having a good start to the season. They're starting to play the right way. At the time, they were 3-2. and It felt like that they had kind of – gotten rid of some of that old Blue Jackets hockey that we've seen the last couple seasons where they would play tight in games and then just lose them at the end. They were getting some wins there against uh, the Rangers, Flames, and Wild, and now it's just been four straight losses since then. It is only, you know, the month of October. The Blue Jackets now sit at um, three, four, and two overtime losses, and it's it's not – there's reasons not to hit the panic button and I'll explain why, but it, it does stink that it, it feels like it's only game. Uh, we're only getting into the month of November where the blue jackets have played nine games now. And we're still reading tweets about how the blue jackets had a hard working practice today. And it's like, that's not encouraging me anymore as a fan. Columbus just needs to start getting some wins. They need to start getting some wins. They need to start getting some points. The overtime loss to Anaheim after a two-game winning streak starts to look uh, really bad now because the Blue Jackets had a chance to get their first three-game winning streak since um, March of 2022. So it's been a minute since the Blue Jackets have really been a team to rattle off three straight wins. And, and now – what are we doing here with four straight losses to the Ducks, Canadians, Islanders, and Stars? At least three of those teams, <laughs> I thought the Blue Jackets had a really good chance against. I didn't expect Columbus to go into Dallas last night and win. I know when Jay and I do our picks for what we think the Blue Jackets are going to do on any given night, we pick the Blue Jackets every single time, obviously, because nobody wants to be wrong about a prediction because you didn't take the Blue Jackets winning, you know? So we're locked on Blue Jackets. We're going to we're gonna believe that Columbus can play with any single team on any single night. 
Um, they proved that this year when they beat the Rangers. And so it felt like, okay, maybe this is a winnable game here against the, the Dallas Stars, who going into t- uh, last night's game, you knew had Stanley Cup aspirations. And Columbus just didn't bring any of the intensity, any of the fire that we'd seen in previous away games. Like just that game against the Canadians, even though it was a 4 3 loss, it felt like it was high energy. It was exciting on both ends of the ice. The Blue Jackets win against the Wild was exactly the same thing uh, earlier. So I just felt like in away game number three for Columbus, they would have came out with a little bit more energy. It feels too early to be like Columbus just didn't look good because they've played a lot of games and they're tired. It's too early for that. They've only played nine games and they hadn't played. It wasn't like they were coming off a back-to-back. They had Sunday in between the Islanders game and the Stars game. So it just stinks that and Columbus could have won last night's game as well. I felt like Elvis played good enough to maybe get them a win. Um, they just – Columbus has continuously had issues, uh, especially during this losing streak, finding ways to, to score goals. I mean, they have just uh, just seven goals in the last four games. That's not good enough for the type of play that Elvis has been giving this team, if that makes sense. And we kind of knew that. We kind of knew that the Blue Jackets would be riding in Elvis Merz Lincoln's that was going to be, you know, putting up a, a .8 three or 0.84 save percentage on any given night. It was actually 0.875 save percentage last night. He stopped 28 of 32 shots. And again, uh, I just felt like it was good enough to win and that he didn't have any real support behind him or in front of him rather. Uh, Even that first goal, that first goal that Jason Robertson got in on um, to uh, Thomas Harley Right off the bat, in the first 30 seconds of that game, it didn't start good for Elvis because uh, Jake Bean and Erica Branson were just a, a defensive pairing that has looked especially good, noticeably good for a huge part of the season already, looked pretty bad last night. And even after that goal was scored and the Blue Jackets were down one to nothing, they Jake Bean and Erica Branson got back out there and still, still had more – Errors and more was coming from Jake Bean, not as much Erica Branson. And uh, again, that is a huge credit to him because here are the Blue Jackets and losses now, and it's not his fault. People aren't really blaming Branson, but just that pairing together last night wasn't really too good. And that's not the craziest thing. I mean, Zach Rowensky also didn't have a great game. There's there's no doubt about that. And obviously, everybody saw that uh, that turnover there on the. Um, uh, which one of the stars' goals was it? Was it the there was so many there at the end in the third period when Columbus's game just really started to unravel, and they were lucky to be tied in a two-two game. They were lucky that Matt Duchesne was caught off sides earlier and it ripped off a goal where um, uh, Tyler. First of all, Tyler Sagan, uh, Matt Duchesne, and Mason Marchment line is is looking pretty good for them. they got to be pretty happy about what they're getting out of those three guys. And Mason Marchment, actually, he had a goal ripped off the board, I believe, at one point because Matt Duchesne was offside. So and a gra- credit to Dan, Sing- Dan Singleton, the video coach for Columbus, because he once again um, keeps the Blue Jackets in the game 
due to something that he felt was he was right about, which was that Duchesne was offsides on that goal and uh, kept kept the Blue Jackets tied in that one. And they just couldn't do anything with it in that third period. Again, this is where I'm like, what what is Krill Marchenko doing outside of the lineup right now? Because Jay took him to be the the goal scorer for Columbus because he had sat out against the Islanders. And that was kind of like his punishment. You assume that was his punishment. Like, you're not playing good enough in practice. This is what I'm thinking, Pascal Vincent. I'm getting inside Pascal Vincent's mind and trying to place myself in his shoes. How would he be thinking about this? Kirill Marchenko sat for the Islanders game. Maybe it's time to get him back in there for the Dallas Stars game because he's top three on this team in shots. So he's producing. He's producing offense. He's not producing in the goal scoring category, but he needs to be on the ice. He can add so much to the players around him, I think. And it's just upsetting that the Blue Jackets are letting some losses go by where they're very much having trouble to get anything going. Uh, again, it just seems like, and again, another game, nine games in, and Johnny Goudreau doesn't have his first goal. I, I like At what point do we start calling Johnny Goudreau out for the way that he's played through nine games? He's only had four points, four assists, and uh, he's dash one. Um, like, he's what are we going to do with him, with Johnny Goudreau right now? Because if he's going to be – Getting top line minutes, he needs to start producing. And obviously, Johnny Cattrall is a pers- a player that is taking up 11% of your total cap hit for this year. He needs to be in the lineup, I understand. But who needs to be playing with him that is going to start getting him going on offense? Uh, the simple answer to that would be um, maybe Adam Fantilli. Maybe you put Adam Fantilli on his uh, at, at center for him because – that could look good. I know at times he's played with Fantilli and Bemstrom, which has been all right. But maybe maybe you just put your three flashiest players out there at the top. I'm talking like Fantilli, Gaudreau, and Johnson. Something like that could be interesting. Or Fantilli, Gaudreau, and Marchenko. But I like you. we don't know this. We, don't, we can't answer these questions if Marchenko's in the press box. So I'm just starting to wonder if Pascal Vincent is – starting to think differently about Kirill Marchenko than what the fans think of him. Because I think the fans think very highly of Kirill Marchenko. At least I do. Like, I think he's a very good player. And I just feel like he could be helping Columbus. And I, if he's not having a good practice, then I, how how bad of a practice is he having in order to keep him out? Or are we straight up being lied to? Is he just not healthy at all? I don't know. I don't, it's, it's all very confusing, very frustrating for me right now as a Columbus Blue Jackets fan. And I can tell that everybody else is frustrated as well with how this four-game losing streak has kind of unraveled for Columbus. It's it's too early in the year to start thinking like, oh, this isn't going to be a playoff team. And I don't think anybody really seriously pegged this team to be a playoff team, or at least, at least nobody was willing to put like their whole name and – and house money on the line for this. It's all been kind of like, oh, well, maybe the Blue Jackets can make the playoffs. And that was correct. I think I think fans were correct on that early in the season when they came out and started to actually play some pretty good games and play hockey the right way. But since then, four-game slide, and it's just been 
just unraveling in a way that has been extremely unsettling. So, all right, we'll talk about more uh, of this Stars game here in just a second. Also going to bring you some good news that we saw today on Twitter or X, wherever you, whatever you choose to call it. We'll talk about that next here on Locked on Blue Jackets. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. This app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, and this next partner I want to tell you guys about is BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you know what you should do and what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work on yourself. I've personally benefited from therapy. It is something that is really important and really significant in my life as somebody who at times has had some mental health issues and just maybe some issues just when I lay my head at night, just really being able to fully wind down and decompress. Uh, BetterHelp is absolutely something that can help you. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to, to your schedule. It's just perfect for a guy like me who's so busy all the time. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, and it's super easy to do. You get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time with no additional charge. So, Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNHL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, help, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNHL. All right, talking more about Columbus's 5-2 loss to the Dallas Stars last night. Again, just an odd... Just a frustrating game, and I'm sitting here calling it five two loss. It was a five three loss, guys. Uh, get off, everybody, get off their high horse. I know I can read the schedule, or I can read the box score. Um, it felt like a five two game because there was a garbage time goal at the end there from Sean Corrali, which he's continuing to have a pretty good season. This guy, Sean Corrali, and I'm not going to make him the the topic of discussion here because it was a goal in the last three minutes of the game when the Stars had already had a multi-goal lead at that point and had just completely taken over that third period. What was exciting for Blue Jackets fans is that Dmitry Voronkov got his first goal. And in tomorrow's episode, or maybe it was this past episode, but um, definitely check somewhere in the interview with Dylan Tyre, he talked about how people view Dmitry Voronkov and they see what could be one of the better screen forwards in the NHL and I'm talking about getting right there in front of the net causing disruption for opposing goalies finding rebounds down low and putting them home and it seemed like you had no idea how that one really went in the first goal of the game for Columbus but it did and Dmitry Vronkov was a huge um, just a huge body out in front of Jake Ottinger Ottinger who had a very good night uh, stopped a lot of good opportunities from Columbus all night 
Blue Jackets still found their ways to get through. Adam Fantilli caught up with Damon Severson on a nice pass there. And again, the Blue Jackets were going into that second period up two to one. How they weren't able to build on that is so frustrating. But yeah, again, credit Jake Ottinger, who had a very good game for the Dallas Stars. He's having a very good season for them this year. That save that he had on Boone Jenner. Again, Boone Jenner is another guy who has quietly just been He's got four goals in nine games, but remember, he had that hat trick in uh, the Rangers game. So really, a huge chunk of his goals have came early on in the season, and he's really just been pretty quiet since I can't remember the last goal he had. So he's been he's been a quiet play, uh, player as well for Columbus, and it would have been nice to see him put that one away on Andre that he had on his doorstep there in the third period, but... Again, it's it's kind of like a, it, the Blue Jackets are just going to have to find ways to get some wins. They're just going to have to either find wins against the Lightning, Capitals, or Panthers, all in their next three games. Lightning's obviously tough, but at least you play that one back at home on Thursday night. Saturday, the Blue Jackets are in Washington. Washington is starting to turn things around a little bit, so that one could get a little dicey. And But, yeah, you know, the Stars – uh, road game, uh, Western Conference team, very good Western Conference team. I, I have them as the second best team in the West right now behind uh, – maybe I'll have them third. I, I have the Dallas Stars third best team in the West behind the Avalanche who, who are playing unbelievable, the Vegas Golden Knights who are 9-0-1. And, uh, yeah, I have the Stars right there as third best team in the West. And – I, again, I didn't expect the Blue Jackets to get a win. I just felt like for a team that was in that game the whole way, dang, they were so close to closing it out. But um, some more good news on the injury front. I actually want to talk about that in a second because it's it's clear that the Blue Jackets are missing Patrick Line in these games. And I don't know what the news is on him, but Columbus hasn't had him since the Flames game. And – let me remind you, he's only played four games this season. So he's now only played half the season for Columbus. And I no, he I'm wrong. He's played four of uh four of nine games. So he's played less than half the season for Columbus. And the Blue Jackets desperately need him out there on the ice, whether he's playing center or wing, it really doesn't matter. They're starting to get behind in some certain categories like uh, the face-off circle, the Blue Jackets are starting. The, the face-off circle, the Blue Jackets didn't do a good job at all in last night. I'll actually pull up the face-off stats here in just a second, but that was a specific area. It felt like it, it really helped Dallas get that get control of that game when they wanted to take control last night, and that's just a credit to. A good team with a lot of really good players. Pavelski, Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan. Like that team is just up and down littered with amazing talent. It's it's just a frustrating that the Blue Jackets you feel like the Blue Jackets, when they play the right way, is able to beat a team like that. And for better or worse, well, for worse, obviously, they just the, the Columbus had no fight in them last night. That was the other thing, too. I felt like at the end of the game, when when it was fully uh, realized that Dallas was the better team that they were going to take over. It seemed like Columbus just started to lay on their back. And again, uh, Dallas won 58% of the faceoffs last night, Columbus uh, 41%. So that, that area needs to get much, much better. Uh, in total, 
the Dallas Stars outshot Columbus 33 to 25. So not a total, not totally terribly bad in that category. Again, that that is a category where players like Patrick Line and Kirill Marchenko are going to be helping you out. But obviously Patrick Line, him being hurt is something that happened from a, a crappy situation early in the year when Rasmus Anderson threw a high hit on you. Like there's nothing you can do about that. Hope he's resting. Hope plenty of season left to get him back in there. He played just over 50 games last year. So if he plays anything like that again, then you're kind of okay with it and hopefully get more. But uh, Kirill Marchenko, he needs to be in the lineup because he is a shot chaser out there. He is a good passer. And I think he's very defensively responsible. So I don't know if this whole Pascal Vincent analyzing these players and grading these players so harshly in practice is going to be a good thing for them or not. All right, I'm, I, I've teased long enough the injury news update, and I'm going to talk about that here after one more break on Locked on Blue Jackets. The next partner with with here, uh, the next partner here at Locked On, excuse me, is Sleeper. Um, Sleeper is a great place to go for anybody who wants a little bit of action. It's a new NHL season, which brings all sorts of possibilities. Adam Fantilli, you know, he could score 25, 30 goals this year with the way that he's been playing. And if the Blue Jackets could just find a way to play some better hockey and maybe end up in the Stanley Cup playoffs, then, hey, maybe they could win the Stanley Cup. Well, those things would all be great, but you can win big daily playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily hockey fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports. I play it pretty much every day, and I really do enjoy the, the fun that I can have on it especially playing daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. There's a certain player that I would take this week when, if he ever gets back would be Patrick Line. Another guy that I would take would be Kirill Marchenko because at some point Pascal Vince is going to realize you need to put him back in the lineup and you can win a hundred times your bet on sleeper. You can win a hundred times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKDOWNNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational, uh, locational availability. All right, we're back here with Locked On Blue Jackets and the injury news that I was going to share is a tweet here from Aaron Portsline, writer for The Athletic following the Columbus Blue Jackets. He says that Daniil Tarasov, with his knee, has space in the Blue Jackets dressing room, suggesting he's back to on-ice activities. No word yet from the club. That's as of 2 o'clock this afternoon, which is a Tuesday afternoon. So that's good to see that it looks like his um, gear is being set up in the locker room. And actually, there's more here. Uh, Aaron Portsland says that coach Pascal Vincent was hoping to surprise players with a day off on Tuesday after a late night flight from Dallas, a five, three loss to Dallas made this a work day. Vincent said, quote, everything is earned today. We had to practice because of the performance last night End quote. And then, uh, again, that only that last update from Daniil Tarasov was just that 
he's got his stuff in the dressing room now. So that is a big sign for the Blue Jackets. That is the, the most injury news that we've seen kind of all year from Daniil Tarasov. It's like, wh- when are we going to get this guy? Because we've gotten used already. We've gotten used to already the the goalie room of Elvis Merz-Lincolns and Spencer Martin, which has been okay for Columbus. I feel like it's been good enough for them to win at times. And as I've said, maybe in this episode, but definitely in the YouTube short that I threw up last night, Elvis wasn't the one to blame in this loss to the Dallas Stars. But I do think that there is room for improvement for the Blue Jackets at the goalie position. And I don't know if Daniil Tarasov is the answer. I think he might be the answer. I have a hunch he's the answer. But and as excited as I am to get him back, I have to remind myself, Daniil Tarasov has only played 21 games for Columbus in his uh, abbreviated career so far in uh, two seasons with the Blue Jackets. He played four in his first season and 17 in his second season. Last year, he had a 3.91 goals against average and a .892 save percentage. So it would be huge to get him back, and I think he's going to look a lot better this year with a better defense in front of him as other goalies. Like Elvis Merzlikens is starting to get back to kind of his average, kind of his speed. And his average is just average, it seems like, and it's it's it even it's starting to get better. Like his his you can see him starting to build confidence in his crease again. But overall, it just would be obviously a lot better for Columbus if they got Daniel Tarasov back in back on the ice, back on the bench, and back in net starting for Columbus. So the fact that he is likely participating in team practices on Tuesday means that he has plenty of time to get ready for a home game Thursday night against the Lightning. So there's a small chance here that at some point this week we could have some breaking news and that he is going to be starting for the Blue Jackets again. But I'm going to address that other part of that quote where Pascal Vincent was allegedly going to give the team a day off and ripped it away from him because the Blue Jackets ripped themselves away from a win last night. Uh, listen, I don't I don't know why you would tease – the guys with, oh, I'm going to give you a, a day off after that Stars game and then make them practice just because they didn't win the Stars game. And you also kept one of their better players out, Pascal. I just don't know what you're doing. This just seems like first-year coach mistakes. And I know I'm having a hard time finding the right player to blame, but it just feels like the coach now is starting to experiment with his own power in ways that I think is hurting the team. Um, obviously, I think it's good that they practice today. I'm glad that they're that you know they're not taking that five three loss lightly. I, I'm glad that he's airing on that side of things. But I think the theme is for me this episode is the Blue Jackets need to have Kirill Marchenko out there because he makes the team so much better. And and um, I know they can't do anything about it, but they're definitely missing Patrick Line. If they do happen to get Daniil Tarasov back this week, I think Columbus could turn things around significantly. But uh, we'll see. We'll see as we move along here the rest of the week. Big episode tomorrow with uh, Dylan Tyre, the second half of that conversation. It's a lot of prospect talk, which is really good and exciting because the Monsters are still doing some awesome things. And they got a game Wednesday night against the Griffins at home. I'm partially considering driving up for that one. It just depends on what I end up having to do 
two hours from Columbus to Cleveland doesn't sound the most fun after a long day at work, but uh, plenty of time to figure that one out. And the Blue Jackets have plenty of time to figure out what they're going to do against the Tampa Bay Lightning here. They have another two days off. They're in Columbus. So I expect a much better effort from the Blue Jackets on Thursday night. And if it's another loss, if it's another loss attributing to a five-game, making a four-game losing streak, a five-game losing streak, then maybe maybe it's time to hit the panic button. And I, I don't want to see what this podcast does when it needs to hit the panic button, nor does anybody, nor does anybody. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're free right here on YouTube and the SiriusXM app. Thank you so much again to our everydayers. If you are an everydayer, make sure you tune into the second half of that conversation with Dylan Tyre tomorrow as we talk prospects and more about how the Blue Jackets season is going. My name is Hayden Househorn. You can find me on Twitter at HaydenH971. You can find Jay on Twitter at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the show at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. You can also email us directly, LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.